like I want to be a podcaster. Episode 2 with Umbra. Yeah, buddy. This is going to be called the Umbra episode. Yeah, brah. Um, brah. He's a cool-ass motherfucker. He's a nomad. Nomad sorcerer. And I fucking forgot to hear recorded the first, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> it, was, it was devastating, honestly. I just realized this might sound funny if people were just listening on Spotify. Because it's like the, the quick edits or whatever. I just hold record and then click. And it, fuck. That's going to sound fucked up. Not no more, because I just brought awareness to it. But yeah, if you are just listening, or I'm going to put his cash app and his Venmo and shit. So if you want to support him, go ahead and send him some love. Peace and love. Here you go. Still can't believe I forgot to hit fucking record. It's to the worst. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oops. Yeah, dude. I know. I missed that whole beginning of that. Fuck. Oh, it's just the, it's just the, uh, oh, you missed the whole beginning of it? The whole beginning, <laughs> dude, like, from the job. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, just the whole, just the word itself. But if you just take the word addiction by itself, right? Yeah. We live in a world where they advertise all these different things, and they're telling you you need more in your life. It's all about this ad, 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 addiction, advertisement, you know, like, ad, ad, it's always, like, there's always, there's adversary, yeah. Uh, conditions you modify it's like this concept this the word ad has a lot of like implications in the way that we speak about things it's always more and more and more and more right 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 like we're lacking something the program a lack right and so addiction is it suggests that like you are in this position where you're trying to get more and more of something that you just shouldn't need right but if you're if you've ever used drugs before i like have been an addict right it's not something that you it's something you didn't have <laughs> right so it's like to get it is not to be addicted to it it is like i said like if you were using insulin if you were diabetic nobody'd call you an addict right because you just didn't have it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and like i look at the society as a whole too just like gasoline like we are addicted to gasoline right you know? and we won't admit it our cars are addicted to it like they cannot run without them it's fucking nuts right but in the same sense that like your car isn't out there like it's not trying to get more gasoline than necessary. If it's out of gasoline, that's just what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And to say that the car is addicted to it is sort of disingenuous because you're like, hey, fuck you. Because it needs it to exist, to run, right? Right. And we live in a country where, like, I would say that we have more of an addiction to progress or we have to industry, right? We have less of an addiction to substances that make it so it's worthwhile to live and less, right? Because if I don't produce dopamine in my body and I find a chemical that gives it to me and I'm like, Oh, I feel like I can live another day. <laughs> like, yeah, I become an addict and it's, and I'm shamed for it. Right. In a society where my value is based on what I can produce. Right. Instead of being okay with where I'm at. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole, I never, I never heard of that. Like with the addictive part, like the ad, like it just makes it, it puts you in a state of wanting more. Like we were talking right. about with, how it all started with the programming of lack and yeah. fucking, like uh, from kindergarten all the way up, you're constantly wanting to, to go to first grade and you don't want to go to second <laughs> grade. So like, you're yeah. not good enough where you are. Right. Progress. Right. They're like stealing the now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always, yeah. It's always like the, the, it's like, it's like the light in the tunnel you hear about, or like, 
the, 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 the goal that they like, you'll get the trophy when you complete the race. And then you're always yeah. told the race is like just over there and you're like yeah. running towards it and you never have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never get it, dude. That's really the addiction, right? Like that's, it's the addiction to like progress to the progress or the industry. Like if I like Jeff Bezos on his own mountain of wealth, he needs more and more and more. When's he going to yeah. quit? It doesn't really, there's when he has it all. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. Like how is, how do you not have enough dude? Yeah, right. And then those are the people that are controlling the freaking world. The ones that are addicted right. to it the most. Yeah. And they're addicted to this. And a lot of times it's not even a, it's not a person, right? Jeff Bezos isn't sitting there like, how can I fuck the world? It's just like this system. It's a, it's a system that's developed that nobody maybe even intentionally contributed to like even the word addiction. Nobody was out there one day, like we're going to call all these people addicts and say they're useless, but right. it just sort of picks up. And before you know it, you're saying things about people and the world that like have trapped you in a box, like the matrix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you look around, you're like, wait a minute, who, do, what the fuck? Who's, and they say <laughs> they're ruling us, the elites. It's like, they aren't, it's a corporation. They're not a real person. It's a, yeah, like, <laughs> right. yeah, it's the actual system. And I always say that like right. in, in Babylon, we're taught to worship money. And that's exactly mm. what it is. And those are the motherfuckers that have it. And we're constantly working to get what they have. Like the elite, yeah. they don't even freaking, they don't even think about money. No, you and they don't even, it's not even like they, and they didn't, they don't even necessarily worship it. It's just like, yeah, I tell people all the time, all the time to think of this way. Like if you were Jeff Bezos or where you are now, which one would you prefer? And they're like, well, Jeff, Be like, it's obvious. Like yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos up on top of a mountain, like, well, you could be a poor addict. And then he was like, fuck no. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so right. Yeah. Yeah, right. And like, if it was me, I'd also be up there to be like, nah, I'm good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, like they actually train us to worship the money. You know what I mean? And right. And then we, we celebrate them. Like we're, we're taught to yeah. look up to these people and like all the movie stars that have money and all this shit. We're yeah. supposed to celebrate them when we should be celebrating ourselves and we right, should because be paying attention to us. Right, because the pyramid is built upon the base, right? Like the the eye at the top ain't got shit if it's no base down there, right? Right. It's the whole idea of the temple or the Tower of Babylon, anyway. Like you can Nimrod can build it all over the sky, but who's down at the bottom? It's like all the people you got slaving away, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. It's it's only like fuck this and walk away, and the thing topples. Yeah, yeah, no shit. We're all holding yeah, I, it up for him, dude. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that analogy. That's sick. <laughs> I see this all the time in the spiritual community too. I say this, people say it all the time. They say like, we're just energy. And it's like, no, you're not dude. Because they don't understand that when they're saying that they're just contributing to this entire system. Cause who gets the energy? It's like Jeff Bezos, if money is energy has all the energy. And so mm -hmm. if you're just, I'm just a little vibration or an energy. It's like, you just admitted to yourself that you're just a cog in this fucking wheel and you don't actually have any of your own sort of uh, autonomy and independence because you're a part of this energy system. Right. Cause huh. what if, because energy is work over time if we're talking about physics and money is what you get paid for working over a period of time so when you've like even spiritually consigned yourself to just being energy you just said that you're a dollar you know like huh <laughs> and oh, like you're not though <laughs> yeah right right yeah because you, you made another comment i was talking about light and how like we are we are all like reflecting back god's light like if god was the was the moon or the sun or whatever we are right. You know, we are God. We're made of the same thing, but we're just reflecting it back. And you're right, like, sure. we're so much more than light. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, it's because there's a spectrum, but the spectrum is like people, people, you, you'll see there's like all these different kinds of spiritual takes. They'll be like, it's a vibration, it's light, you're, it's a song. It's, it's like all this, but it's all like a part of this 
spectrum of like movement, right? But if you really boil it down, like you're a conscious awareness and that doesn't require any sort of like vehicle. The observer doesn't need light or vibe. It doesn't need any of that shit to persist. Hmm. These ways of understanding like where you fit in this tapestry are just limitations that you've sort of taken upon yourself to describe how you, how you be. Right. But who's, but if, if, if people want to say that we're God, right. Why do you need light? Or do you need vibration? Do you need any of that? Because <laughs> those are all phenomena that happen after the fact, right? Like God created light. So to say that you're light, just to say that, you know, you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's, I mean, people can do whatever they want, right? Everybody fits into some, somewhere that's comfortable for them. But right. when, it start, when it starts to not serve us as a people, when we say we're energy and we see the system where like basically our energy is being exploited. Okay. And maybe we don't want to be energy anymore. <laughs> you know? Right. So then what are we? I mean, at the, if you boil it down, like to the first principles, like you are an observer, right? You are the awareness, the consciousness or whatever that, right? Right. So if we strip away all phenomena, uh, all light, sound, movement, everything, all the way back to what you can consider, like the very beginning, it's like there was nothing. And then there was the awareness that there's nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like that's what they say in and uh and uh Hindu uh non-duality Advedanta, right? Is that you're the observer. Right. So like everything else is phenomenal, meaning this is all like a limited sort of way it could be. Right? And so that's why they say that you are I am you or you are we're the same, right? Because if we strip everything away, all our memories, all our experiences, then I'm an observer and you're an observer. And what's the difference between those things? Like yeah. fundamentally they're the same, right? Right. And so everything that accumulates after that is just a window dressing. It's like lipstick on a pig. So <laughs> Okay. Which, like which, allows for, which it allows for the beauty of your in, individual sort of in perspective, right? Separate from mine, which it makes us unique. It, ma it makes it so you can have friends. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you like you've, you've both like shared similar experiences, right? And sure, like yeah. I could tell people like you, like I just connect to certain people and like did you struggle with addiction did i yeah i want to say i struggled with addiction i mean this is the most this is the most i would say i struggled with any kind of addiction but okay yeah i hear you but i i, I mean like, I, and, I, and like to me. consider it an addiction <laughs> i think i'm sorry what did you say i said look at me i mean <laughs> yeah yeah but to consider it an addiction oh fuck, what was i gonna say god damn it <laughs> yes i struggled with it so yeah i mean i've I, it's something I that, like, you struggle with it as in like like it's something you want to stop doing because then that kind of puts the weight of addiction on it yeah so it's like, if you're cool with it in your life and you can afford it and right. you choose to live this way then like what of it so there that's the that's the kind of like the the tightrope right like so like there are times when i've been i've used i've used lots of drugs like pretty cons cons um consistently and then but then there's that thing is like, am I addicted? And the test then is like, can I step away from it and be like, whatever, I don't need it. Yeah. And so every time I've come to that kind of decision, I have, except for smoking okay. or tobacco, nicotine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the one I've struggled with. You know? Right, right. That's my too, dude. I got away for, <laughs> I got away for six days and then my buddy came walking over and he had a Newport. I was like, yeah, let me get a Newport, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I quit for six days. Like, I just like it in my life. Like it's, I chew right. on these things now, but I, my modalities change constantly. Yeah. 
you know, I'll be on chew and then I'll do these cigars and I was smoking black and mouths because you only you can buy one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing that's like people like that's the really that's the tightrope, right? Because like, for instance, so I struggle with uh so I guess like people just drink caffeine every single day, right? They drink caffeine, mm -hmm. caffeine. They can't live a life without it. And they'll draw a distinction between having this thing in their life as a foundation so they can produce for their job separate and apart from something like something that uses heroin or whatever, because like their life is like meaningless or fucking depressing without it. Right. Yeah. And it's like the difference between these people is ultimately like how much harm they're causing themselves and their community. Right. And we can see that the big difference between the harm in our community has everything to do with the access to like sort of uh, healthy ways of, you know, like if there was a canned heroin, you know, you could drink right, every day right. and afford and like you could, it's, it's well-documented. Rich people don't have heroin addictions. They don't have problems because they can maintain their addiction. <laughs> right. Yeah. They maintain it. Yeah. Right. And it's and like, the it's the that, perception of it too. Like the, all yeah. of our society's trained to perceive the coffee's okay. They make trillions right. of dollars on it. You know, but yeah. people are addicted to it. And the coffee plant and the cocaine plant are like almost identical. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> we were just talking about it last night where I was like, dude, we should be able to grow opium like tomatoes. Right. And that's another thing, too, is that uh, as we see this, also this phenomena of the lack or the uh, the accessibility issues where it's like you can't have you don't have access to opium anymore. Right which is right. a mild form, which maybe you could do every day and be fine. Yeah. And to the point we get to like fentanyl where like, if you do it accidentally too much, you die. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It and makes that, it more potent. Yeah. And like, that's the iron law of, of prohibition. Like when they, like when they made alcohol, when they prohibited alcohol, everyone used to drink beer. And right. then after that, like that's when the moonshiners <laughs> came up. Yeah. Cause you could get more bang for your buck, dude. And that's what happened right. with fentanyl. And so that's that's see that's the that's that's the real genesis of addiction because now you've gone from something that was sustainable to something that's like right to now like it, you 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 peaked yourself at a, a level that you're like straddling death right yeah especially with opiates like you're like basically gambling with death every single time because the alternative is misery yeah right? and this is like most of the time people are just trying to get well right they're just trying to like ooh, just not be <laughs> miserable right. And then there's always a chance that if you just do it to get to have fun, you just, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you do want like a little bit extra that time, a lot, exactly. you know, <laughs> and like most of my friends that have passed away, it's always been when they've been clean for a while. Right. Mm. You know, they'll be clean for a little bit and go back to it. And then that's it. And like, yeah, there's, I feel like, like there needs right. to be facilities that people can fucking go to where they have clean shit. There's like nurses and, you know, like if they need something. If the healthcare system yeah. were to do something, that's what they need to do. And it, I mean, so like, that's why I say like getting away from the word addiction, like, because honestly, like people aren't doing things because they're addicted. Like you, everybody can get clean. Like there's been so many, like you said, your friends, most of the time they pass away when they've been clean for a while and they, and they're having a hard time hurting or whatever. Right. And this is the thing that's caused some relief. And now it's so it, you got to go fucking get it from a guy you don't know. And then like, you know, you do a little bit too much and then you're dead right yeah 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 and it's like to hide it from people you don't want to connect right. with, like your old friends and shit because that's right you guys are ashamed and thinking that you're a bad guy right like yeah exactly bro it's fucking gnarly and it's like there's a reason why there's so many people that are on the street you know houseless fucking using drugs and it's like people want to keep pretending like it's some issue with the people 
like it's their fault but it's like there's a reason why there's a fucking ton of people that are strung out on the street yeah. and it's nothing to do with them being bad people you know like no no <laughs> it has to do with the the only the only relief they can get just happens to be substances right and it's like and then so then you have to really analyze it like are these people addicted or are they like getting what they need to survive in us in a system in a world that's like not built for people yep. it's built for like the system yep. <laughs> and people yep. are systems you know? <laughs> yeah exactly and our system stigmatizes the fuck out of certain things that people use to survive right and then we have a existence that we're forced into <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like you chose to be here and then you're like even if you have something like a lot of times it'll be people that have like mental health issues quote yep. unquote you know or they'll be uh or they're like neurodivergent or whatever and they're on the street and that's like the most those are the most susceptible members of society that fall into the this just quote unquote addiction because they don't fit already like right out the gate and they're like they're told their whole life do it x y and z way and you'll be okay and they try and they're like it just fucking doesn't work the whole time mm -hmm. and then one day they try a drug that makes them feel like everybody else and then it's, then it's over right because you're yep. like your options are either be miserable and a society doesn't give a fuck about you or pretend but <laughs> yeah yeah and I, i've always said like some of the most harmful shit to my spirit to my soul was the lying about it you know living yeah, yeah. double life because that's how i lived you know yeah and like I, I was one of those like very highly functioning opiate addicts yeah like, you know i just i i was constantly on that tightrope and it was just that's what i used to get through the day man right and that's the, that's the thing there though it's like it's what you use to get through the fucking day and that's like people don't seem to really that doesn't click with people because they think it's like a failure on your part or on my part or anybody's part to like not get through the day without it and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's not like you didn't try you know like <laughs> yeah right 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 and yeah, so you tell people that this is like yeah that's so funny dude and that's the but then you have the you have the trick of it though it's like it's not ever the substance because usually like yeah you use because but the most damaging part of the spirit like you said is the lying the shame the guilt because if you could do something until you're okay and and not feel guilted or shamed about it you can just walk away from it you know mm -hmm. i could go to the casino and spend 40 bucks and lose it and be like whatever you know but if i go in there and it's like this is my 40 dollars to feed my family and like you know yeah. and like i'm considered like a the you know an outcast if i do this then it's like now you're fucked because if you do it and you lose the money you know <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> yeah now, but if you would have won fucking 10 grand you'd have been a superhero <laughs> yeah That's so it's like this it's like a fucking stupid system we're like yeah yeah that's the worship of money how we're trained to worship that shit so it's it's pretty it's pretty ludicrous and then we see it in like the prison industrial complex and like you know the prison industrial complex too with like these systems all these people in prison yep. in in this in jail for nonviolent crimes you know perpetuating systems where like we're just putting more and more people away for for drug related activities which yep. didn't hurt nobody except yeah. for potentially themselves if anybody right you know like it's like that's what the maxim as above that which is above is like that which is below right so we see how is the world functioning right now well, not even real people, corporations, they're not people. They're just fucking entities that are just made up, have all this money. And there's this, these prison systems and the, the legal system. And like, <laughs> and we want, we want to point fingers at somebody else. It's their fault. But yeah. really it's not because like, it's a system. It doesn't have anything to do with me or you or anybody else. It's just like the perpetuation of these beliefs. Right. Right. 
like saying that there's addiction and there's a problem with addiction is just perpetuating the idea that there's addiction when that's not really what's going on, right? That's the right. system that you were told that it was. Right. Just like you think that the corporations have the money, but the corporations don't have the money because the corporations don't exist. <laughs> they're just concepts. <laughs> they're just concepts, yeah. And they're so designed they, to feed off of that money. Right. And they, they're so like, that's what the whole idea of like a board of CEOs, right? Like they're all making decisions for the corporate entity, which isn't a real person, which is how they get away with murder, you know? Cause they're like, well, it wasn't, it's not what I wanted to do. It's what Walmart wanted to do. It's like, right. well, Walmart's not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. And the pharmaceutical companies, I mean, how many people yeah. have died because of that shit? Right. And it's like, nobody wants to, t nobody is really responsible in a sense because, because they're making decisions for a concept, right? And that's how we, that's the problem. Yeah. They're making, so they're making decisions to make money for something that's not even fucking real. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like for the shareholders, it's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And that's the disconnect that people don't get. They want to point at a bad guy. And it's like, there isn't a bad guy over there. It's just like a ghost in a in a closet, you know, like yeah, you open the door, it's like a, a sheet and they're like, well, it's their fault. And it's like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, it is in our hands. We just got to see the system for what it truly is. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing that's like so hard for people to recognize. Like, the world suffers when people are like continuously contributing with their with their their minds. You know, mm -hmm. like the mind is a powerful thing. And when you believe that you're trapped in a matrix and that you can't get out, it's like that's why you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you believe. Yeah. So when you believe it's Walmart that runs the world, then like Walmart will run the world, but Walmart doesn't exist. So it's like, how do you get people from go from Walmart doesn't exist to then stepping into their power? And you know, like that's a harder leap, you know? Yeah, it really is. Like you can, you can become aware of the system and how it's working, but now how do you discontinue participating? Yeah. In? yeah right. You get to step, you have to like actively step outside of it and like just live it. But that's, I mean, I've been trying to figure it out too. Like, <laughs> and but if you're like wise you can understand like you have to do it slow because if walmart ceased to exist tomorrow like people would suffer right like a lot of people yeah because they don't know how to live without walmart and it's not their fault <laughs> right and but you can't just be like fuck walmart and tear it down because you know <laughs> yeah right a lot of people would be fucked up that'll fuck everything up so that's that's like this that's the real spiritual warfare in my opinion has little to right. do with like some devil and it has more to do with humans sort of prisons that they put themselves in sorry i'm putting right and actually becoming aware of the, like how harmful the systems are yeah and you know and it, it's just and it, i don't even think like the system it was intentionally made that way like i no, think it no. just kind of happened yeah this so is what they're talking like, about we could have compassion for the people that are at the top that we feel like a lot of right. people feel like they are the oppressor like right some compassion there right it's like it, it, like, it's, like the whole I said, thing's like, misleading it's all misleading yeah. it's like i said like if you find yourself because you think jeff jeff bezos like accident himself into being a you know billionaire he yep. he's not like a super tough you know same with elon musk like they get they get elevated into positions kind of you know despite chance right or family mm -hmm. and so people want to point to them like they're the evil ones but like if it was you you know and you came into a billion dollars tomorrow and like you looked around the world you might just be like, well, <laughs> it's like, I'd rather be a billionaire than be poor, you know, homeless. Right, right. I'm like, Especially oh, well, here I am. I'm benefiting from this shit. <laughs> yeah. Right, even if you figure it out. And I think that people like Elon Musk figured out in some small part and they're like, you know, 
you see them like on their like interviews, like they get this look in their face, like there ain't fucking shit they can do, but they, you know, yeah, you know, like what I'm trying yeah, to get they, that in, but yeah, they see it. <laughs> yeah, in fact, that's the thing. That's the secret of the Illuminati. I would say it's like when you get to this position of having like you're at the top of the tower and you you see you look down below you, you maybe you see all the suffering below you, but you're like, what are you gonna do now? Yeah, you know, like you can try to elevate people, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's not that it's not that it's the sick choice between being like you know at the top or the bottom, right? And you can it's pretty obvious which one you choose when you get to that choice. And there's compassion yeah. in that because like what other choice did you have <laughs> right right yeah mm -hmm. i saw i saw like a diagram or whatever and it was saying it was a it was a pyramid of sugar like sugar cubes uh -huh. and the lady was talking about how like you don't pour it from the top like because it'll just crumble you have to yeah. fill from the bottom like where all the people are holding up the pyramid like you gotta yeah. fill that thing with love and then it'll eventually slowly go up and it'll just slowly take everything right. down. Yeah, it's it's the it's the it's like the blister, right? The, the blister of society or the tower. It starts getting taught. The tower always falls, right? Because the, the, the taller it gets, it's held by the base. So if you ever read Dune, there's a saying in there, a quote I like to they use called uh, it goes, Here lies a toppled god. His fall was not a small one. We did but build his pedestal, a narrow and tall one. And that just goes mm. to the fact that like Jeff Bezos and Amazon is going to get bigger and bigger until it no can no longer be su supported by a base and it will fall. Yeah. And the question is, do you want to wait till the thing comes crashing down and the society fucking goes to hell? Or do you want to put the water at the bottom and let it melt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just slowly dissolve it. And I think that's what like the whole freaking love movement is. Right. It's just like a yeah. way of being like, okay, let's not focus on the top. That's the problem. Let's focus on the base. Right. Yeah. And even like knowing about that and talking about that, like you're putting energy to it. Right. Yeah. It's like, and that's, and that's focusing on the problem and not the solution. Right. And so I, I tell that to people all the time and it really pisses them off because a lot of people live their life with certain traumas and stuff. And when I'm like, you got to stop looking over there, they feel like it's an attack because they're like, it's a real thing. And it's, and there's a balance between understanding that something has happened. Let's say there is the elites or whatever, recognizing that as a potential or as, as a thing that existed and still looking some other way anyway. Right. Yeah. Because if you keep looking at the elites who control it, you're not going to get anywhere. That's going right. to keep doing that. Right. You have to say, okay, that's the problem. Here is the solution and look that way. <laughs> and it's so hard for people, especially who have a lot of trauma because they just want to be like, this. yeah. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, Damn. it's like no it's man, you gotta go that way. <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta go in in inner. You you need to work on yourself, right? Right, or or come up with a solution to the problem that you see. Because the, if you focus on the problem, you're gonna keep getting the problem, right? Right. That's that's the hardest thing for me to sort of. I kind of I try to I talk about like let's let's take just for instance the whole concept of the elites. For instance, you know they rule the world. They don't because if you keep looking at them as being the shadowy you know cigar smoking elites that rule everything that's all you're getting you're just looking at that like how much confirmation do you need yeah what is the solution to this well sustainable independent sort of autonomous communities right. well, why aren't you doing that then <laughs> right right because you do this all day and you, that's not getting done but if you do that then it starts melting that base right right yeah the more and more like self-sustaining communities that start coming up and there's a bunch of them especially out there yeah. isn't there yeah i mean yeah it's the whole thing with the nomad thing I did too. It's just like stepping outside of the systems. And that's the problem is that people, some people 
aren't in the position to walk away from their lives, right? It takes people that are in the position to do that. Start. It's like it's like being the the the, the I guess you'd say the Lucifer or the the light in the dark or whatever you want to. Oh, the Jesus okay. Thing, right? It's like you have to like set the blaze the trail, right? If you can go from living a life like everybody else to living a life where you don't depend on society's standards, like being a nomad or live off the grid or whatever, and you can make, you can show people step-by-step step how to do that and offer them a, a path, then that's how you actually implement change. Because if you're yeah. like talking about it all the time and saying that these guys rule it, then the people that don't have the skills that you do don't have any fucking clue either. You know? like, right. So it's really like the responsibility of individuals that figure out how to live their life in a healthy, happy way that stop using old tools and old systems, right? To try to show it for other people so that they can do it for them fucking selves, right? Right. That's how you get people to change, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I first woke up, it was it was because of the war on drugs. Like once I shifted my perception on what the war on drugs was and I started to really educate myself on like decriminalization and things like that. Right that's what like made me realize like oh my gosh like i always knew that they didn't give a fuck but then <laughs> once i started yeah. really looking into that i'm like this yeah. is obvious like obvious yeah. so then you, yeah. and then you start looking at war and you start looking at all the other things that are going on around the world and you're like oh my god it's all industrial complex yeah it's it's all it's like the money machine right it's like yeah. and it's and it's and there is some empathy or some compassion i have even in those systems because they developed of no fault of anybody's own Mm-hmm. in response to maybe some other thing from some other age past. But it's like, it, it, it's, it's sustained until the suffering is too much for the people to bear. And then it will change, right? That's kind of yeah. the breaking point for any any societal kind of norm. Yeah. It's when it's no longer worth suffering for, that you change it. Right. Um, and so like your perspective on how you've come, you were awakened to this sort of war on drugs. And like, you have a perspective that like Martha, who's living like a, you know, blue collar, you know, normal family, never even seen a drug before, doesn't have the perspective or the know-how on how to go from point A to point Z, right? You have a particular sort of perspective, so you can speak on that thing. Right. And the people that have shared their lot, shared similar life experiences sort of need you, <laughs> in a sense, to go from war on drugs, this evil fucking, and to the place where you're now, right? Where you're right. like having, a, your life is better, right? Right, right. And so by you kind of expressing that and showing how you got that way, other people that don't know what the fuck to do can follow your lead, right? Yeah. And that's how you implement real change that's meaningful because we can keep looking at the fact that there's a war on drugs or we can look at how you kind of, you got out of it. Right, right, <laughs> right for sure, dude. Yeah, like I remember, but right away, like whenever I did start having those realizations, I went to my wife, I was like, yo, we need to buy an RV and just go. <laughs> and she's like, no, nah, man, we own a house. Like she works at the university and yeah. the benefits and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like I mean, that's where we're at. I have my own business, and like that's nice because I don't like have that above me, but it's still right. that is above me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I realize like there's days where that are real hard whenever I'm realizing like I'm only doing this for money. Like there's yeah. where I like doing this. You know, once you start having those pops, it's like, oh God. And then you, but then you start creating suffering for yourself through that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta realize like, okay, just as long as there's little steps coming and starting this podcast is one of my big steps. You know, right. I've been wanting to do this for so long. That's why I appreciate you coming 
and doing yeah, it. No you know, like you're the first person I've had on that like I didn't officially know, like a friend or something. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like I, I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, dude. It's fucking all love, right? And you, <laughs> <laughs> it's in some fashion. Yeah. It's better yeah. than the alternative. Yeah, uh, right. What do you what do you like, think? Even, even the position that you find yourself in wanting to like get up and go, it's like that should be within the realm of your ability to do freely, right? But you're playing sort of a role in a sense in that you have an experience and you get to a position where your life is better, but you still can't get an RV and take off because, you right. know, money. And so, like, maybe I'm in a position where I don't have that over me. And I start to develop systems or places in which you can eventually just go off and not worry about your job. And it's like we're all sort of playing a part because the world is a complex system. Right. No, no man's an island. We're all kind of here together, right? Right. So we're all sort of filling in roles or exploring or trying to make things better based on our lim limited life experience that ultimately, if we're living in our truth, right, we're not bullshitting or if we're just expressing honestly what it is we feel and believe, then we start building structures in which like you can just take off and go because it doesn't cost you any money. Right, you know, like, right. There, and being able no to do risk. that and expressing that stuff that is like in my mind it's self-love like you're actually loving right. what you are as a creation in your it's like right. honoring it the fact of right. what we are you know yeah and it's, it's no longer living in like shame and guilt and that even includes things that people like like let's say that i was like really strung out or let's say that i was i was willingly using a bunch of drugs openly right that might be, have a judgment from one perspective right but who's to say that i'm not allowing some other somebody else that's trapped under this effigy of shame or guilt to express honestly who the fuck they are without having all this baggage right and that's what right. i'm talking about this in terms of addiction like you never know like what your life story is saying to somebody else yeah somebody that might be struggling with addiction shame guilt not being able to find the help they need because they can't even vocalize what they want to do in life what they want right and and, and so that's, that's that's harmful for to the spirit yeah it's harmful to everybody because like it's people, like I said, people need a way to get from A to B, you know, like they, especially those people on the street that it's like, they think they're useless or whatever. Like they don't know how to, Hey man, you're, you're just, as, you're just as uh, meaningful a creation as anybody else. Right. Right. <laughs> and your experiences and wants and needs and desires and stuff ha are valid. And I think that so many people in this sort of race to light and love, exclude the fact that there's people that live in darkness right yeah no, of no fault of their own and if they're not allowed to express that then like it's a sort of this duality shit that's just not real you know like <laughs> yeah yeah there's, so, there's a there's a duality in reality <laughs> yeah and, and i think that's it's it's been really harmful to folks like there's a good guy and a bad guy you know right um but in my experience what's what's more what happens most often is that like uh I never got to live a life that other people tell me how it is. You know, like it's this, it's love and light. I never got that life ever, never experienced it. And so then if I'm stuck in this position where I have to think there's one good side and one bad side, then I guess I'm fucked, you know, like <laughs> really, right? Because you, like you choose darkness. It's not who, who to say there was any choice involved, right? Because that's the thing is like, if you were raised and your parents were abusive and like you lived in an abusive home and you never got love, and you lived your whole life trying to find this thing that you're supposed to have. Like, whose fault is it? Is it your fault that you never got the things that everybody says you're light and love? Right. Right. It's like you're a kicked dog your whole life, and then they're like, only, only nice dogs are allowed in heaven. And you're like, well, I guess fuck me then. Yeah. Because like people don't understand that. Like, oftentimes people don't choose. 
Right. You know, the people that strung out in the street didn't choose to be miserable the whole life and find the only relief in drugs. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. They didn't choose that way. And we just, like, it really does happen. We have to, like, kill the stigma. Right. And it's because it's know? like, then if you're like, you're not doing it right, it's like, well, what else are they supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, right. You're supposed to live in, live in a tent on a street. Is the well, homeless like, real bad out there? I mean, pretty much everywhere I've been. Really? It's getting, it's, it's, it's getting worse because part of it has to do with the economy you now. It's kind of collapsing. So, yeah. And the rent going way up, like that's a whole yeah. other thing. And you know, that's another thing too about people talk about like they want to talk all this conspiracy theory and how the world's ending and shit. And I'm like, all those houses people you talk shit about, they've been doing it their whole lives. They know how to do it. Who's going to be suffering at the, in the end of this? You know, if you if you if you really want the the government to collapse, you know, my buddy Bill down there living in a tent has been doing it for 20 years. He's going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they already have their community set up and shit. Yeah, you're right. Tables might turn indeed. Like, yeah, yeah, right, right. That's wild. But yeah, it's more the point of like some people think that like like if you lived in the desert your whole life and you've never seen snow, and somebody told you you got to be you have to be like snow to man enter heaven. It's like you'd be fucked, right? Yeah, it's not your fault, and it's it's so dismissive of people to sort of just jump to the conclusion that. There's this one type of way of being and that we shouldn't show compassion and mercy and justice uh, and there shouldn't be justice and, you know, healing yeah. for the other types of people that didn't get the experience that you did. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's that's, like, that's heavy. I mean, because what is love? You know, like you might know what it is, you have a feeling for it, but what if I'd never experienced it? You know, hmm. so is it my responsibility to try to feel something that I can't even conceive of? Or is it your responsibility to stop being judgmental and sort of provide this experience? <laughs> that right. Right. Do you meditate? Oh yeah. All the time. Yeah. That's what I find. I, I tend to call that love. You yeah. Know, like I feel like that, like when you're in actually just did a TikTok about, it. I was about to post it. Like I was sitting down getting ready to come on here with you and it's something I had an inspiration spark. So the next TikTok is the one that I, did like right before talking to you but, um oh, fuck what was i saying meditation love yeah meditation is love like whenever you get into that stillness and you start feeling like the sensations and especially like i'd like if there's like an injury like i hurt my ankle not too long ago and mm -hmm. during my meditations i would just go into the pain quote unquote pain you know right and i feel like that can even be a construct because we're told that that's what that's supposed to be it's pain it's a warning system and everything but but i just i would go into that and just really really experience it you know right. and it would it would become like this just a vibration you could feel <laughs> like you know that it wasn't a pain it wasn't it wasn't a hurt anymore it was just this vibration that i was focusing on and then i right. realized today i was like well that because it, it, it makes it you you take away the the word hurt and you fill it with like enjoyable it's like an enjoyable right. sensation now and that's healing like you're literally <laughs> you know like with your mind yeah and and then there's there's that balance you got to keep between i think you even mentioned something about like being addicted to the healing right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure dude <laughs> and i've been on that for a while because like i feel yeah. like i feel like the it started for me when i recognized certain traumas you know, like yeah. I was recognizing these traumas and I was like, holy fuck. And then it like hurt me more recognizing that it was trauma. And it's like, oh, my God, I got trauma now. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> you know, so then I started focusing on like the positive things that um, I am like consistent with, like with running and I can 
I can meditate and I can do yoga and things like that. And if I'm consistent with that, it like, it makes the rest of the things that I'm doing that I don't maybe want to do easier. Right. And you it, know what and, I mean? It soothes suffering. And, and, and Buddhism, they, they call it like a non-attachment, right? So it's like, Buddha sits under the Bodhi tree and it's like, you don't want to be up in the branches. You're just positive, love and I healing all day. And you don't want to be in the roots. Like it's like the victim victimizer, you know, like, I'm too trauma. I'm wounded and it hurts. Or like yeah. I'm up on cloud. You just sit to sit in the middle because these things kind of are, they pass over us, right? Like the hurt passes and the healing passes. They're transitional, right? To heal requires that you have hurt. So it's like they're parts of this wave. And so then you learn through meditation to like just going into the hurt and being like, okay, well <laughs> now it's this thing. It's, it's just this sensation that's now it's, it's healing. Right. And when you can start to really start to sit in the, in the, in the, between the two kind of absurd opposites, hot and cold, light and dark, good and evil, then it, you really start to I think to find the truth, quote unquote, the real truth, which is not, it's not the duality of experience or the, the extremes, your extremities. It's the core, right? It's like in the middle. Right. It's, it's the cold, thing, it's it's the thing that's actually experiencing those things. Right. Yeah. It's just like in the middle, we're like, okay. Happiness, yeah. sadness, light, dark. They're just all this. They're like phenomena. They're phenomenal. Right. They, they change. And when you get sit, when you get be comfortable in the center, right, then you have the clarity of the truth, in my opinion, which is neither and both. Right, neither and both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. See, and I for I just I choose to call that love, like that that connection that you have to just like full awareness. You know, right. like that needs to be and like and with just for to use the word praise like i think that that has like i said earlier like pay homage to that is by experiencing that right there's i think there's something that you said about there's witnessing something which is sort of a, an honorable respectful thing to do the, to witness sort of the the i think i'd call that worship or devotion in a sense like right to witness pain and to witness healing is sort of a respectful thing to acknowledge that it happens right right and uh, you can you also like say goodbye to it kind of right exactly yeah we're right yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, I, there's a lot of i think a lot of spiritual teachings that sort of um suggest that sort of exact experience but like hi thank you for coming now bye like, <laughs> yeah 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 and like put the put the healing out of there you know like yeah and then just enjoy like the the higher like the just to say higher vibrations of life you know and or it's how like do you feel the, about like high vibes and low vibes? Like how you feel about that lingo, dude? I think it's a, it's it's once again it's, it's relates to it's like the phenomena, right? Like it's a spectrum. And right. I think that sticking to one type of vibration or whatever is 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 dismissive of those that are like on the opposite side of the spectrum, right? Right. Because that's still phenomenal. It's like saying that it's only healing and fuck hurt. That's like dismissive. Like what about the people that are hurt? You know? Yeah. Right. And it's so it's, I think it's like it's it's a dualistic pr perspective, but. The truth of it's non-binary and oftentimes i think i've found in my own sort of magical workings and with members of my uh, community that sometimes the things that feels like pain to me is what is the healing cure for others hmm. to send send like people are like sending positive vibrations man but what if those positive vibrations are causing harm to me because it hurts huh. right and so we've been doing this kind of exper experiment lately in my uh temple discord We'll send like when we're having a bad, hard time, painful day, or my shoulder hurts. I'll try to send out that the spirit of that thing, and then other people see how they kind of feel, how it feels for them. 
Yeah. And it seems like every single time that we've had a successful sort of connection, maybe psychic connection or whatever you want to call it, yeah. it's been exactly that. Like it's, it looks one way. It's bad, painful from my experience. But when I send out to somebody else, I ask for help. It ends up being that the other person, like it feels good for them. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and to, to like, do they express how that, how it feels good? Yeah, so it's, imagine like, cause like consider like the, the extremes of hot and cold, right? Yeah. Extremes of hot and cold. If you get really, really far to the, the extremes of it, it feels sort of sensationally the same. Right. You know, absolute heat and absolute cold. It's still burn, right? So if I'm experiencing some sort of pain, some sensation, who would it say that the way I experience it is the same way that you do, right? Right. So maybe something that my pain feels cold for me and pain feels hot for you. So right. if I'm experiencing a lot of pain and I send it to you, maybe it's the cooling down for your heat that is required for you to feel healing right. in the same way that it's heating up in my cold that would feel healing. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, it does. So it's like the positive and negative. They and then for like, like in your discord, do you guys like discuss how it is? Like, do you put like labels yeah. on it and say like, this is the type of pain I'm feeling? Yeah. And it's, put it's it out there. Can. Yeah. And, and it's, and, it's, and hard to use, it's hard to use certain words, huh? Like language is right. limited. Yeah, that's, 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 that's for certain, you know, but I think of it in terms of too, of like asking for help. Cause like when we're hurt in the West, especially we consider it like our responsibility to carry the burden of our pain. Right. It's I'm a big girl. I got a big boy. I can take care of myself, you know, but then that oftentimes it gets in our own way of, of like the same thing as I'm talking about addiction. Like you have to carry the shame. It's mine. I got here. That's mine. Right. But it prevents you from doing the thing that you should be doing, which is asking for help. And letting people take your pain for you because because you because you assume that if you give somebody else your pain they'll be in pain too and now you're both can't but really when truth when you give people your pain healing happens on both sides i hear you yeah because then especially if there's relation like i think to being able to relate people on those levels you know maybe yeah. someone has already been like healed from it or they've experienced it you know and they can shine light on it yeah, you and know, it's that's so, the whole idea of being a guru, right? Doesn't guru mean shining light on darkness? But a, but the guru is always within. It's like you're the guru, right? It's like everybody's a guru. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been like, dude, yeah, yeah, we're all gurus, dude. I tell I I say that I'm a trash guru. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> garbage guru. Oh yeah, are you into art? Do you do any art or anything? All right, I do. I mean, I do a fair bit of everything: music, art. Uh, yeah, music. yeah. I know you definitely have like a poetic mind for sure. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like watching your stuff, dude. It's cool. I try to get it out there. You know, really it's like that art saves is kind of a powerful maxim too. Like, I think that's pretty much the truth. Mm -hmm. I think that the, the world has and does more often than not follow sort of artistic trends closer than anything people conceive of as facts, you know? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I often say in the, in, in uh, that the fact is fiction. The fiction is fact. You know, because huh. yeah. all my favorite books I ever read as a kid, all my favorite like video games, all stuff like that ends up becoming like it's like my reality. It's definitely yeah. my spiritual reality. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can facts, like, like change. Yeah. yeah, right. You can relate that to it. Almost makes more sense. That's what you were saying. How you're like, there's a couple different things that are going on, and they kind of shift from one to another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like. Yeah. In magic, there's like the left and the right hand path. And one's more like the delve into no reason. 
it's like madness right and the other one is like is the reason it's like logic there's like these two parts of the brain right the creative mind and the logical mind and i teach that you don't want to be either too polarized right because obviously there's a reason that reason is sort of preferred it makes sense a b c d we can kind of tell where we're going right like reality has rules so right. to speak right but on the flip side there's this creative part where it's like it's like we can we can directly liken this to the idea of in science of a deterministic universe which basically means that you're a sim like you just live in it you're on a one-way course everything's already predetermined based on the, the atoms and stuff right that's like the story of the gin can predict any feature because it knows exactly where an atom would be at any it's it's one way which is obviously not freedom for you <laughs> right the opposite of that is just, it's just madness complete there's no makes no sense it's just all happening it's chaos and there but the balance is in between of like yes we can say there are rules to the universe but allow ourselves to be able to shape reality by based on like this creative spirit and so yeah it really is then you know spiritually and fucking physically what you what you want because if you keep saying it's misery then that's what you're gonna keep kidding like, yeah, so yeah. Like, <laughs> right right you have to read life into the things that you want it to be you know yeah and that's and that, that goes down to attention like where you pay your attention yeah. the energy energy i forget that saying what the fuck yeah where energy yeah, flows what, something grows, goes, right yeah <laughs> that's it yeah 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 and that's, that, that's, that actually is your attention is actually bringing life to things yeah you're breathing it's like the breath of life you speak things in existence it sucks right. it sucks okay then it does then it does or it's like it's getting better it's getting better and then it, it starts to get better and you're like it's getting better it's getting better <laughs> yeah right and then you're like it's better yeah. and then like you'll go back to like oh shoot it isn't because you you get that like you get stuck in that like negative point of view right you know? and, and yeah, yeah. And, and it's and that's, and, it's that's, oh sorry go ahead no go ahead you're good i mean you get stuck in it because but you only get stuck in it as long as you need that's why they say suffering is is merciful because like you're gonna keep being like it sucks it sucks it sucks until it's too much anymore you're like i just can't live this way anymore and then when you turn away from it you've developed the free will the will to be like fuck you it's got to be better and then when it starts to get better who can ever put you back there yeah you know? who could put you back to where you were like five years ago like <laughs> yeah that doesn't work you're like fuck no i'm not going back yeah. there it's better over here you're like <laughs> yeah 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 and so that's really like a hard thing to watch people who are suffering so much and be like that's why i say everybody's doing exactly what they need to heal because even if it sucks for them they're not addicted to anything Addict addiction is the opposite of will right to say you're addicted means you have no will involved it's not a choice right that's why i say we should change the word because it's not it's not addiction it's just they are developing the strength of their own will to be like no right and sometimes that takes a deep dive into darkness right to be like yeah i don't like it down here and then leave <laughs> yeah right 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 and then leave. but once you leave then nobody can ever put you back there yeah you know? that's cool and so the world seems to be like in a sort of a pickle for a long time you know like that's why i say the structures of society will be a certain way until unanimously humans are like no <laughs> yeah yeah not like this a different way mm-hmm because it's either serving us or it super isn't and right now we've gotten to this point where it's like it has served us but now we lack community and we lack connection and it doesn't right so it's the opposite way we start going yeah yeah start connecting a lot more and shit like that right yeah, and that's how sure. that's why reality it feels like 
Like we are God collectively. The conscious awareness is. And you can take that how you want it, but like if you boil it down, like across the world, if we all think a certain way of living sucks and we start to change, all of reality will change. Whether yeah. you, you know, however you conceive of it. Like we think that connection is better and like compassion is better. And so that is what it becomes. Rather, yeah. whether or not you believe that there is some supernatural force or just the collective aware collective consciousness, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. I can only pull so hard on the strings by sort of showing people a better way of living and they can change their mind. And the more people do that, it's like critical mass. Then yeah. everybody says, and then the world changes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And it's definitely, it, you can do is just be your fucking self. You know, yeah. you know, honestly, honesty, not truth, but honesty, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's like speaking from your heart chakra, right? Or just like, like you know, it's like not pretending to know how it works and just be like, yo, I'm healing. And this is awesome. Yeah. I was this way, and now I'm this way, and this is better. Yeah. I don't know what's true. I just right. know that this for myself is better. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And just having fun with it, too. Like, describing yeah. it and just, like, it's like a journey. Just describe all the different experiences. And like yeah. you said, yeah, you got to be open and honest with what is happening. Because people want, people are so desperate to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one, like, there's one truth. They'll say, they'll say in one hand that we live in a multiverse. And then on the other hand, say that there's one truth. Like that makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what we want is not truth. What we want is fucking honesty. Because if I can be honest, then you'll actually find the truth instead of thinking you know what the truth is because you can't. Right. When you think you know, you start lying. You start deceptive because you're like, I know this is, but you can't possibly know. Right. Right. Like, can honest. you put your heart into that topic? Like, can you really pour your heart into that? like like, when you start seeing like just how the system is created on lies and like that's what it's based out and like there are leadership so it makes us okay (laughs) with the lies right yeah it's all deception yeah it's all deception and we're programmed to accept the hypocrisies but it's like we program but but we we allow ourselves because like who is the greatest deceiver is it me or is it yourself because if you're saying like I was a useless this that and the other thing, and then I, I got better because I found like you're telling me what you think you know instead of what you honestly experience. Like when I honestly experience something like depression or whatever, and I go use drugs, I honestly experience relief. That's honest. I don't yeah. know whether it's good or bad or right or wrong. I don't know any of that shit. All I can right. do is honestly tell you my experience. <laughs> my experience, not on things I think are happening. Right. 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 I don't know that we're in a matrix, and neither do you. Yeah. I don't know that. But what I honestly experienced, you know, <laughs> is different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And like you said, there's like just different, there's different ways, I think, that are out there right now. There's different like language or verbiage that's being used to explain the same thing. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's yeah. like maybe like the alien school and things like that and like going down <laughs> the Anunnaki and all that stuff. Like maybe that'll help some people because they, for some reason, it clicks in them. Right, yeah. You know? I think I've discovered that through my searching that it's all like the same thing, different. It's like different window dressing, right? Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, exactly. And that's fun. I like exploring all of them. You know, right. I even think like a lot of the religions are, yeah, like it, the religions are all saying the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's someone told, that's- so, someone told me once that like God is at the top of the mountain and there's different pathways to get up there and each different pathway is a different religion. 
Yeah, but every time you get to the top of the mountain and you, 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 God's sitting there waiting, and you're like, hey, God, and you just see it's a mirror. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> 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 you're like, looking around, like, anybody else up here? <laughs> yeah, shit. That's wild. That's the secret, you know? Like, then the problem is like convincing everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it's hard. Well, that's, that's what I'm kind of working towards, you know? With, self-love revolution i think that like people like getting a true honest definition of what self-love is to yourself and yeah. like, that will help people's mind change towards like the positivity yeah or, or what's like uh, or what's healthy you know like at least yeah what's healthy yeah am i gonna choose to be mad at my brother who's been on drugs forever or am i gonna <laughs> choose to like like talk to him open and honestly and actually listen to him yeah, and be compassionate for like the position that he's in based on the understanding that ne not necessarily does anybody choose to do the things or to to have the experiences that they do. Like if you do yeah. a drug, it's because you get a thing out of it. And it's like, right. is it his fault because he's right. getting a thing that he couldn't get anywhere else? Like, <laughs> like Right, right, exactly. And so what's the solution to that? Is to be like, you're just a piece of shit. Or it's to be like, oh shit, how do I get that thing you need? Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, do you need help? Like, oh, let's try and get <laughs> this. And it, it, yeah. Yeah, especially if you can figure out ways of getting in alternative ways that are sustainable and healthy, right? Right. So he doesn't got to go rob the convenience store. To like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or get fucking, go out there and not know what kind of drug you're getting. Like, if there was right, like, yeah. Like, exactly. that, that's where the compassion lies, dude. And like, I think decriminalization is the first step in that realm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the police, you know, like or laws. But yeah, you know, yeah, no, I agree. yeah, yeah. Well, you're I definitely like I understand. <laughs> I understand your lifestyle 100. percent I respect <laughs> it, brother. I do, I do. There's another dude on here. He's or on TikTok. He's called the Hostile Hippie. Yeah, you know that dude. No, yeah, but that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's just out there living his life. Like he stepped away from his family. You know, and he's just he's traveling around the country hitchhiking and people on TikTok are funding it and stuff like that. He's like, I know it's right. It's just he's a good follow, you know. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, I just I mean, I, I kind of stepped into this whole spiritual stuff kind of, you know, surprisingly, like I had an awakening too. like, what the fuck? And so I just been doing both simultaneously, too. So I, it's not like I know anything, anybody else. I don't know anything, right? Like at all. Yeah. 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 But I you can share your experience. Like that's, that's right, the yeah. wisdom. Yeah. You can share wisdom. Especially in terms of, cause I've been doing like, I take the magical path, right? Like not, I might, whether anybody believes in that magic real as fuck, you know, like, <laughs> right. And so there's, you know, and you can just describe that however you want. Cause like I said, like you said, it's like all the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. In science, it's all the same thing described in the same right that have. but seeing visions or like having memories or wisdom or whatever like, that's why i'm so adamant in my videos i'm like it's not this way and it's not because like fuck you it's because i've seen it it doesn't work out like you want you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so that's i mean that's based on, that's where i'm at driving yeah. around going adventures see life. yeah little adventures ever yeah i see you out in the woods and shit dude that's that's some good shit yeah, I was been at the ocean. Yeah, that's that's a powerful bitch right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you meditate out there? Because I remember my sister telling me one time, she's like, "It's like the Earth breathing. That's what it sounds like. It's like the lungs of the planet. You can hear it." 
yeah. yeah. It can be pretty intense sometimes for sure. Yeah, it's I fucking a, love it. I it's been it's been winter, you know, so it's like it's starting to warm up. Yeah. Yeah, it's I meditate like all the time. It's like it, it here's here's part of the addiction thing too that that you know, like substance use or whatever, like I never use substances because you know, it's because my life is just not how it's described to me. It should be like, I do not feel like <laughs> my body does not produce dopamine. My body doesn't like, I sleep like 19 hours a day. If you know, like, <laughs> so do I meditate? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I'm in a position where like, if I'm not like I'm in pain. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so I can, I don't have to use drugs or anything, but like, it's it's kind of a it's kind of weird because i mean i don't really have a choice <laughs> right if i'm not like sort of in my zen state then i'm in not having a good time oh really yeah it's just kind of like uh i mean or i'm asleep right yeah no the doctors would say it's adhd but i have a special form of it called hell syndrome or hell disorder hell disorder <laughs> <laughs> That's in the DSM five. Yeah. yeah, that's in the new edition, huh? It's just like it, it's it's accompanied by per, it's called perverse sleep, where like when you want to be awake, you're so tired, and when you're so tired, you can't sleep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there. That sucks. But hey, man, I appreciate. And of course, you know, like traditionally speaking, like that. Huh? What's that? Go ahead. Oh, I mean, traditionally, like they, they prescribe like stimulants, right? Right. To sort of make you normal. So it's like, if I ever like do a bunch of stimulants or whatever, and it, you know, I'm going to bend or whatever. It's like, people can be like, oh, you're fucking a drug addict. Or you can be like, <laughs> this is well, I got to sleep for a solid 12 hours and then I went to work yesterday. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. According to most people, I was a normal person for the day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So take the then I take, yeah. Just yeah, it's, it's just wild. Yeah, dude. And hopefully the <laughs> perceptions will start flipping. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking flip the flip the script and just so now I, I just I just roll with it. I, just, I accept myself for where I am, even if I sleep 19 hours a day. Yeah. And just meditate, yeah, it's whatever. Huge, dude. Yeah, it is what it is. And then the days I want to get some stuff done, I'll you know just do whatever. Yeah, go see people. Me. You, you got you got a lot of people around there. You no, I mean that's the thing too. Is that like I, like living in uh, on the road, like I don't know anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just living out of out of the vehicle, and then we're out of friends now. But most times, just like, do you travel you know, with someone? I'm traveling with someone now, but I I spent like the last three years by myself. But really? Recently, I traveled with uh, somebody. Yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah, that connection's cool. Yeah, it's nice to have somebody like when you're really when you're really out there in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on back. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, much love to you, brother. I definitely appreciate it. I gotta get going. Yeah, much love to you too. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries, dude. First one, dude. It was a banger. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, let me let me know uh, if you want me to, if you want to chat again sometime. All right, cool, for sure. All right. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Later. All right, cool. That was episode two. Just go ahead and fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me if you liked it somehow or not. I don't give a fuck.
but um yeah check out the description i'm gonna put his info down there so you guys can send him some love if you feel moved to all right peace and love